Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. We're here with an amazing guest. Uh, we have UFC fighter Jared Vandera with us. Jared is a 12 and 9 fighter who has an upcoming fight against Waldo Cortez Acosta on the UFC Fight Night 213 card on October 29th. Jared, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, sorry if I like glance away. I'm at work, like I'm actually at, at my gym, so I'm yes. just making customers don't pop in and out yeah that's the gym you actually started at right uh yes uh kind of it's so it's a this gym is kind of like an offset of the gym i started at Mm. it was uh so i started at a gym called primetime uh there was a split between members and previous owner then they opened up the gym and i eventually came here when primetime and team quest fused together as one so Mm. it's just one of those weird uh incidences but yeah, yeah. now I'm doing it. yeah how do you like owning a gym a uh, fucking terrible uh, <laughs> like young me was like that was the dream i was like i need to own a gym i'll be fucking happy that'd be cool. yeah uh but more and more i you know got involved with the business of fighting i'm just like fuck this shit yeah i'm like and a big big disclaimer was uh, the previous owner how he would explain finances mm. to us. Just like because, like I said, I wanted to own a gym, so when I talked to him about finances, he gave it. He gave me the information in a way where it sounded like he didn't make any money. <laughs> so that that made it very disheartening when he was trying to sell it to me. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to buy it to you? Buy it yeah. from you when you've been telling me you've been broke the whole entire time. <laughs> and come to find out he wasn't necessarily full of being truthful about how much he was uh, not making uh, come to find out i was like oh you make a lot but there are certain things that i knew that were going to come with owning a business because i was already coaching enough yeah. to kind of see how certain people react and then i also just know like there's just certain things you know about the gym life because you're in a gym all the fucking time yeah so there's certain things i knew coming into this that i would find problems whereas like my girl she she was like i can't believe this happened i'm like yeah you're not in the gym enough yeah she's a great she was a great you know own or manager she does everything uh by the books and stuff like that she's phenomenal at that but then when we started getting to like the nitty-gritty stuff of uh mma gym culture she was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You guys are a different breed. I mean, it's 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 a lot. It definitely is. Um, we have to ask you. So the US UFC 279 debacle just went down. Do you have any thoughts on that? Any uh I, I like the card more. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like, because like everything seemed very lopsided or one-sided. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, it's gonna be this person, and it's that person. It's, it's like we all we all thought it's like it's like oh Nate Chamaya it's like Chamaya's gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. Granted, I, I I felt like Nate was you know Nate's Nate you know it's not yeah. someone you come out just like that. But I was like ah it's like that one that was a tough one to call. Yeah. And then for you know for Chamaya to get Kevin Holland, I'm like I don't necessarily think that's you know Kevin Holland's best best fight but yeah. it's going to be a fun fight now it's going to be a and then sure. i actually think the sleeper fight 
is going to be uh, Leech and uh, D Rod. Yeah, I think that's going to be a banger of a fight. I think I'm yeah, that's going to be that. real interesting. Yeah, I think that's going to be the sleeper fight that a lot of people are not overlooking. Yeah, because we got Tony and Nate. I that 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 right there sounds like a fun time on paper. Mm-hmm. I do have Tony winning. On the simple fact of, I think one or two elbows will split Nate. scar tissue. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is coming from a guy that tears easily, so yeah. like it's more of a sympathetic uh, feeling for Nate. I'm like, I want like I like both guys, so yeah. But I feel like Tony wins because of the scar tissue on Nate's face. Yeah, those elbows are just absolute killers. I can see him getting get him down and just giving him some elbows, and like you said, just cutting him right up. Doctor yeah, Stoppage. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you feel about Kamzat missing weight? Are you upset about it? Or uh I want to know the real reasoning. Yeah. I like like seems a little fishy, right? It, it seemed very disrespectful, you know. Yeah. Like if it was like one pound, two pounds, like we all get that. Like, yeah, but for you to basically say, fuck it, I'm not. Not even trying. Uh, yeah. And then laugh it off, that, too, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say this. It it might have gotten more people to buy it. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think it honestly helped sell the card a lot more, like you said. These these fights are just a lot more interesting to watch. Um, I know a lot of people don't want to watch Nate get beat up by Kamzat. If, I mean, and he's coming in at a crazy yeah. underdog. It's just not something. Jeff was not a huge fan of this one, but... Yeah, no, it, it it's um it's awesome to hear a UFC fighter perspective on it because obviously we're just fans, so it's it's a unique perspective. We like to hear it. But the weigh-ins are going on now, and they're talking to Kamza, and he's he's all smiley and all happy. So I I also want to find out the real reason. It seems a little fishy to me. Yeah, I mean, I just I think they, I I think with yesterday's debacle plus the shit show that was today. I mean, somehow there it, it's, and I don't mean this is, is an insulting, but yeah. it got very WWE like. It did, yeah. But but that's not a bad bad thing. To say people I know hate that comparison, but WWE still fucking sells out. Yeah, exactly. Daily, so they're doing something right for something this crazy to happen. And then all they did was not change, add a fighter, but just move them around. Yeah. You know, we saved the card. You know, everyone's still getting paid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, it was a headache for everybody. But, yeah, you know, I think it worked out in the end. And I think everyone's going to, I think, you know, win a little in a sense. I agree. I think it was like best case scenario. So let's get into you a little bit. So. You, you, I read that you started wrestling at 15. Is that true? And um, what drew you to wrestling as a sport? Uh, so yeah, I started wrestling at 15. I would have done it a little bit younger, but I broke my hand, uh, right before wrestling. I was playing football with my friend, and just how I caught the ball, like, bro, it was actually my thumb, but broke it. It was dumb, too. Like, I was like, I think I broke my thumb, and he was like, He was like, sure. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like I broke it. Now I went to, I go, hey, mom, I think I broke my thumb. She grabs my thumb and started moving around like, ah, oh, it's fine. And then 
the next morning I wake up, my hand is black and green. Ooh. I'm like, hey, mom, <laughs> I think my hand, my thumb's broken. She was like, oh, fuck. You know, she felt like, because she she wasn't, you know, trying to be like malicious or anything. She was just being like, like ah, suck it up to have a mom. Mm-hmm. And so we go to the doctors and of course they're like, oh, uh, it's broken. So and it was like the week before a season was starting and stuff like that. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, so I waited until my sophomore year. I started wrestling then. Uh, I was playing football, but me and the coach just—I I did not like the dude. I thought he was a piece of shit. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. There you go. Uh, and I was late to school one day. My wrestling coach, who happened to be the cop, was like, "Hey, do you want to wrestle?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so he had me wrestling. So I was like, "All right, just a good time." Were, were and you good then, that right away? Uh. I was all right. I mean, I like the moves I definitely use in wrestling are not the same as like that are practical in MMA. Like my, my number one go-to move was a low single. Mm -hmm. And I would not, I would highly advise against using that move in a fight because you expose your head and neck to grabbing, not, not necessarily gating, but just, punches you got yeah. proving tie right there because you're going at the lowest part of the person's foot and grabbing mm-hmm. hold of the foot and the back of the uh heel and achilles area so you and then some people depending on like your coach will say drive into their knees some people mm-hmm. will say wait some you know there's a shit ton of ways to finish it but there because there is such a like weight that it's not necessarily a good move because in MMA you just reach out and punch him in the head. Yeah, good point. Um, and yeah, you don't need that in your life. Yeah, no, exactly. So speaking of punches in the head, you've fought a ton of super talented opponents and big names. You fought Andre Arlovsky, uh, Harry Hunsucker, Alexander Romanov, just to name a few. Uh, who is the fighter that you face that's punched the hardest? Like, who's giving you the hardest punch you've ever taken? All right, so hardest overall. Okay, so. Like this one's hard. Yeah. Uh I would say maybe Tafa hit the hardest. Really? Uh overall, yes. Mm-hmm. Like like Chase had a solid punch. And uh, like, you know, I can't take him completely out of the equation because the last fight he did win. Um though yeah. he did catch me on the back of the neck area. Yeah, I saw now, that. But, that that like, please like I'm not being like oh it was a it was it was a legal strike, it's just where he hit me was the neck area versus yeah. the face. I can where, vouch. I was watching. I I saw uh, it. Like the neck, like neck jolt caused yeah. the caused his victory. Mm-hmm. Again, not taking it away from him, but there's a difference from the neck jolt to like when you get hit mm-hmm. and your head, your brain's like yo. <laughs> we're we moving in here yeah uh it's gonna be a long night yeah uh, i would say Tafa definitely has maybe one um orlowski caught me with something i don't know if it was on the next similar to chase or like on the year it was in this area in the second round i was like oh shit and that woke you up <laughs> that a was a bit. punch yeah do the do you find that those punches like wake you up when you're when, if sometimes like if you're not going you get a you get a little wake up call you're like holy fuck I'm awake now 
yeah it's kind of one of those uh, ones where it just it takes you back into the situation like oh yeah. shit that, yeah that was wild yeah so you've you've fought on some crazy cards like you fought fight nights and um you fought pay-per-views is uh what's that atmosphere like and is there a difference between the fight night and pay-per-view atmosphere that you've noticed uh i i in a sense i kind of want to get back to you on that question yeah. uh not no not 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 like in this podcast but like in like a couple months down the road yeah. kind of answer because I, I fought fight nights only at the apex and yeah. then then i fought a few pay-per-views now definitely the pay-per-views yeah. versus yeah. the apex shows whole different are like exciting yeah but i feel like that would be very similar kind of vibe if I fought like a fight night in like Columbus, Ohio, or something like yeah. that, like I feel like I'd still get the same rush when mm-hmm. I fought in Jacksonville and Houston, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of it being pay per view or not. Yeah. It, you know, you're definitely going to get more eyes on your pay per views, but I think once the UFC, in a sense, starts touring their uh, fight nights, I think it'll be something uh, like I'll, I'll like I think I'll have the same feeling with the fans. Yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite place that you've ever fought at? Uh, not really. Yeah. Like, so, so like, like any place that I'm not flying to, I hate yeah. flying. Yeah. You do. I don't like, like if I could drive, drive there, I will flying. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, how, what was Africa? Like you fought there, um, previously. How, how was that? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, just a long fucking flight. Yeah, how long of a flight like, was that? Uh, it'd be four hours from here to like Georgia, and then eighteen hours, I think, from Georgia to South uh, South Africa, Johannesburg. Holy Jeez. wow! And did, did you do that twice? Th- no, I did like four or five times. Oh my god, that's awful! Yeah, yeah. My, my my favorite flight though was uh, there was one time, and I was only able to get this flight once. There and back, and I'm, I'm, I'm bitter because I only got once was from here to England and England to Johannesburg because it was a ten hour there and then yeah. ten hours from, and yeah. like it just it broke it up a little bit better. So like yeah. I was chilling in England for a couple hours. I was like, okay, we're good, we're yeah. fucking good, just hanging out. And then it's like a ten hour flight. It still sucked, but it sucked less than that fucking eighteen hour flight. You're just like. Oh shit! Yeah. And I like I have big fucking legs. Like yeah, like yeah. You're yeah, like six so I'm four, just right? chilling, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm. So, I'm, I, I'm only six one, and I can imagine it's. I'm. I'm tight. It's tight in there for sure. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, speaking of your big ass legs, <laughs> how do you train those deadly ass leg kicks you throw? A lot of uh, pat the uh, tie pads. Yeah, uh, tie pads, uh, kick shields, and a brave soul. Have you ever it's done also? Oh, oh go ahead, Jeff. You go, Max. Or have you ever done the Tony Ferguson kicking trees? Oh, yeah, no, I've kicked a few. Like, I don't go as crazy where he's like kicking dropping the tree. to try and, I would try to kick through a tree if I knew I could. Yeah, because some of the trees I'm around it, like, I mean, he only lives like two hours away from me. Yeah, but some of the trees I'm around, like, thick ass palm trees and i'm sorry i'm not gonna kick a palm tree no yeah fair enough coconut might might snipe you in the head too um 
Jeff? <laughs> yeah, speaking of your kicks, I saw you say that one of your goals is breaking a femur with a leg kick. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any other crazy goals like that? No, no, just that one. Just that one. <laughs> That's an awesome goal. Like, like, how is that not a cool ass like thing to do? It's pretty sick. Like, like we we've seen shin on shin action. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh that one. Anderson like, Silva yeah. and a uh, wide men, wide men, yeah, Hall. Like, yeah. We've seen yeah. it, but but and we saw like Roundtree take some dude's knee out. Yeah, that was tough. Cool. But when you're just standing there taking a leg kick. And your favorite is like, nope. Yep. That that right there is different level. You're like, oh shit. You're like, yeah. I'm I'm a little different. Hard. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, so your opponent on the 29th is a prospect that's very hyped up, especially after his uh, Dana White contender series win. How do you feel about that fight for yourself? And what are you what are you looking to do? Uh, I'm for not, a win, but yeah. Uh I'm actually looking for the finish. Uh yeah. I'm, because, uh, like, I'm better at finishing fights than trying to, like, go long runs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, right now, I am I feel physically fine for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not coming in in, like, a two, three-week camp. Like, a lot of people assume that I get, bun- like, a lot of time to train for these fights. Like, most of the time, I'm just training, but, yeah, like, I don't have a fight, so I'm not, like, destroying my body during non-fight days and or like like fight camps so the fact that i have a two-month fight camp now Mm. i'm just like all right like i'm walking around about 73 to like 269 already most of the time going into those fights i'm literally trying to cut from 75 78 pounds so walking around at like 73 right now and i still got another what seven weeks left yeah 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 so yeah that won't be as tough as a cut for sure yeah so and i mean uh i think already three times this week i've already cracked dory 265 from just practicing oh, nice. there you so go. i mean i'm like i'm already there yeah so give me another three weeks i'll be easily hitting that 265 mark yeah uh so i think that'll definitely play a huge factor going into this fight my cardio will be on point I do have a new team, so I would like to see how that plays out going into this fight. Yeah. Uh, that I think that would be a big factor, uh, seeing how well, you know, the team comes together, myself working with them. Uh, I mean, so far I'm liking what I'm seeing from uh, training at Kings. Mm-hmm. So I think the uh, tra- translations are going to go over well. Yeah, I think so too. We're, we're, we're backing you for sure. Um, Jeff, did you have a question? Yeah, we we've seen you take uh, very many like short notice fights, as you were saying. Is there any like regret taking that many short notice fights and not just having a full camp, or is it just a hey, a shot to shot, no matter what? Yeah, like I like I've never I was never given those opportunities when I was younger, so I had to kind of do it myself. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if don't take some of these short notice fights, I'm kind of screwing myself out of a potential future. And so I like I like in a way I want to say I want to re- say I regret them, but I don't. 
I mean, I did get a chance to fire Olowski. That's fucking dope. I don't give a rat. I was like, I, I, I could have ended my career right there. Like yeah. they'd be like done with the UFC. I would have been like, cool. Yeah. Uh, fought Olenek on a week notice. Uh, and you know, I, I learned some shit from the dude. So yeah. I mean, that's knowledgeable. And then the chase fight, yeah, that one's a little bitter, but I'm not mad at you know the short nose fight i just failed to do something and i mean i had some issues but i mean the, like who doesn't go at have issues going into a fight yeah well you looked great in that fight i'm gonna give like <clears throat> you had I, cardio you were constantly I'm not gonna lie. You great. i thought i looked like shit and i really? didn't fully watch it I, I remember going to my corner in the f- first and second round I'm like hey guys i i can't get off mm. i'm like I haven't like I had a really fucking annoying injury in the fight. I'm like this fucking with me. I can't. I'm like I can't get off. I don't feel like I went like we we went into the third round thinking I lost completely. Like none of us thought I won or looked good in that the, the first two rounds. Yeah. So going to the third, we were going and going, and then you know Chase caught me, you know, and finished the fight. Yeah. So my roommate and I were watching that. And I remember thinking, like, I was like, he's he's so big, but he's so light on his feet and he keeps moving. And then <clears throat> I thought that Sherman's punches didn't look nearly as hard. Like, I thought you were throwing so much harder. So I thought you were looking good, but I'm also untrained. <laughs> yeah. I also, I will tell anyone, I don't feel like I punch hard. Really? Yes. I've only technically knocked out one person. Really? Wow. Huh. Yeah. Now, I have a bunch of TKOs because I've yeah. broken people's faces. Yeah. Uh, I've done, I've done my fair share of that, but putting them to sleep, I've only done once. Yeah. So one final question for you and, uh, you brought up the Linux fight. So Jeff, you have the floor. You've been wanting to ask about this. Yeah. So after the Linux fight, we, we saw him demonstrate the Ezekiel choke for you. Is there any, you've been practicing that at all? And is there any chance you pull it out? Uh, I practice it, but it's just not my move. I know like. I know how to do it, and I am I am excited that I learned it, especially the way he showed it. It made perfect sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the the one I do more is actually the scarfold choke that he actually finished me with. Mm. Yeah, like I've actually had a few of my students go, "Oh, it's not that bad," and then I'm like, "Okay, we're practicing the scarfold choke," and they're like, oh. "Yeah," I'm like, "I thought it's not that bad." No, <laughs> coach, sorry. <laughs> and then a lot of people I found out when like I, I started working with another uh gym a little bit. And I told them what like they're like, Oh yeah, you got caught by the scarfold. And one one of these guys, I think he was like uh, my my boy Sylvia, he was a he's a three degree black belt. He goes, dude, not a lot of people fucking know this, but Josh Barnett fucking submitted um God damn, who do you submit with? Uh, Tom Belisi's, I think, no, like a top tier jiu-jitsu guy with scarfold. Really? Where and was I, that? Uh, it was it was here in California. I just forget who he submitted. Oh, huh. uh, but like, jo- yeah, he Josh Barnett caught the scarfold on somebody and submitted him. I'm like, wow, oh shit! Man. And a lot of people are like, yeah, if you know how to do it right, it's it's a real fucking move. There you go. Yeah. How is it training for like an such an unorthodox like 
ground game as Alexi Olenek. Uh, that was rough because I like the things that I was prepping to get uh, ready for. Like no one I found was capable of doing it. Yeah, the same level. Yeah, like yeah, people like oh you didn't practice this uh, Ezekiel defense. You didn't practice scrumfolding defense. Yes, for a fucking week I tried to practice as much as I can. You want to know what I couldn't practice for? His fucking grip strength. Like <laughs> yeah. that old man strength to the tenth degree. And people are like, "Oh, you didn't practice? I did, motherfuckers." It's just he's stronger than he fucking looks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no. Like I, lately, I've I've been wanting to slap a lot of people lately <laughs> because yeah. a lot of people are getting a little too comfortable behind a mic or a yeah. key, keyboard. No offense, gentlemen. No, uh, <laughs> uh, that I'm just like I want to slap some of these motherfuckers. I'm like, like, I, like I I someone told me to look up this dude. And I looked him up, and he was just a basher on me. I'm like, I want to slap your ass for yeah. telling me to go look this dude up. And I'm like, I want to slap this dude's <laughs> ass because, like, he's yelling at me. Like, he's like, oh, he's a fucking prick. I'm like, bitch, what did I do to you? Yeah. It's like, if you bet on me, <laughs> uh, fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah no, like, like, so I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, some of you fuckers are, like, acting like you guys – train talk or, a little yeah. too freely like i i feel like we should start slapping people you should <laughs> and you should. then i'll get i'll get fired or yeah. fined or in jail yeah. that's a good point yeah <laughs> we always whenever we uh not bash but whenever we critique a fighter or whatever we always say now nah, they could kick our ass we always try to preface it with that because you guys can so it, it feels okay. stupid okay so i don't mind a critique yeah like Okay, so I posted a video on my TikTok like two or three days, or not like it was like two or three videos ago. I haven't been on, I haven't posted a video in like mm. a couple of days, but it was it, the dude basically said, I think Jared Vander is one of the worst heavyweight fighters on the roster. Mm. And he like he, he like he doesn't go on to insult me, he does like he just like he hasn't you know, improved in these areas. He, you know, like he gives a fair critique. Yeah. He does bring up that he's like, I'm not a fan of this personality. I'm not mad at that. Like, like he wasn't like, he's a bitch. He's a cunt. Yeah. He's yeah. an asshole. He go fuck off. Yeah. It Like it was, he's like, I just don't think he, you know, at the level. Yeah. And uh, like, I, I, I stitched it and now people were like, I got a lot of positive feedback. from him. Awesome. Yeah. But the fact that, like, I like I had no problem commenting on it and saying nothing negative about the guy because yeah. it was a good critique without insulting me as a person. Yeah. yeah, he did mention he didn't like my who my my personality. That's fine. Yeah, like, but he didn't insult me because he didn't like my personality. This dude was just like, he's a prick. He's a bad. I'm like. What the fuck did I do to you? Slap <laughs> the shit out of you. Like I, I fucking did nothing to this guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I was like, I, like I get a lot of that shit on fucking social media. I'm like, I just want to slap you. Yeah. What is it? I'll I'll post some. I'll my favorite thing to do is go to the comment section during a fight 
Yeah. And, you know, just put a random ass comment. <laughs> now, like, I got, I got fucking yelled at because I put, I put, hey, uh, Victoria's last fight. Yeah. I put, yo, Victoria, you're still a bad mofo. <laughs> this motherfucker went off on me, like, oh, how about you win a fight? Victoria is so much better than you. I'm like, uh, like, damn, dude. Like, first, I didn't insult Victoria yeah, at all. Bad in a good way. That's like, yeah, good. like, like a bad mofo, like bad because he is. Yeah, was it like it was a I was good like, thing? Yeah, like I'm encouraging this dude, and this guy's just like comment after comment, like you're a bitch, fuck you. Yeah, and someone goes, you know, he was being positive, right? yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah, people are yeah, stooges. The the level of dumb, like, and just completely fucking rude that some people are. I yeah. got one message. It was like, "Hey, you fat piece of shit." Da, da. I'm like, Jesus. Christ. And then uh, the worst part was I checked, and he was a, like a verified account with like over a hundred thousand followers. Jesus. I'm like, I hope, I fucking hope I run into your ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, 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 fat, man. I, like, I, I don't give a fuck about that. But like, when you get to a certain level and you you think it's okay yeah. to go with someone and insult them. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should slap the fuck out of you now. Was <laughs> yeah. it? And maybe because I still live in the ghetto, <laughs> that I haven't yeah. like left some of my tendencies at the door. Yeah. Because like, if you run your mouth where I live, you know, yeah, sometimes you might get shot, yeah. stabbed. Yeah, beat up, like jumped. Like legitly, uh, I had I had a friend staying with us for the last uh, week and a half. Uh, she came down to for a trial because one of my old teammates was shot and killed just because she picked up a friend of hers. That's terrible. They shot and killed her. That's it. It's awful. And I'm just like, like that's the area that I kind of live in. I'm just like, fuck yeah. this shit. Fuck it. Yeah. So, so there's like some of those mentalities is just yeah, it's still there. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. We're rooting for you. We're not going to slander you on Twitter if you do lose. We, we're behind you no matter what. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Good luck in your fight. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, man. <laughs>